Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey guys, welcome to episode 62. Hope you guys have had an incredible week. I certainly have, and I am really fired up today to talk to you guys about this concept. It's um, it's an interesting one, unapologetic self-worth, something that I basically have built my business around and something that I feel is so incredibly powerful when it comes to creating the life we deserve, the life we desire, the relationships we deserve, the relationships we desire when it comes to looking at life and trying to pick apart what's working, what's not, where we may be going wrong. It's all, it's all going to come down to self-worth. And in my mind, it all comes down to unapologetic self-worth. Because in the end, without self-worth, we really have nothing. So today I'm going to chat to you guys about this concept and I'm going to talk to you about how it's really helped me in terms of creating a business that is thriving. At the moment, I'm working with some incredible, incredible business owners. I have a program launching on the 1st of June, which um, which is going to be tomorrow for you guys, if you're listening to this on release date. But basically, I offer six and 12 month mentorships for anyone who would love to be mentored by me in terms of mindset and business development. I've got nearly 20 years of business experience. I've run business since the age of 17 and I'm now 36. So yeah, we're going, we're on 19 years and, um, and I've run a ton of multifaceted different businesses over that time. Um, myself and my husband have had businesses that turn over multiple six figures. Um, and I'm on my way into, you know, checking some pretty serious goals off my list for this year, being that I've been a full-time coach now for about 18 months to two years. I coach for a lot longer than that, but I never full-time coached until the last 18 months to two years. So prior to that, I had a network marketing business. I also was a personal trainer and I coached people alongside those two roles. And I lived in a lot of, a lot of the time in a state of fearing my potential. And so what happened is I did a few things because I felt like it was safer. And then one day I woke up and I thought, you know what, fuck this. I'm just going to go all in. I'm sick of dipping the toe in and I'm sick of being scared. And I've told this story in my business building hub before, and I'm going to tell it for you as well, Uh, not to impress you, but really just to share with you where I'm at and how I suppose I quantify what I do. Um, 
I think when you're choosing a business coach, it's certainly important to choose one that has a lot of experience and that has proven success. Um, so yeah, with the 19 years of business experience that I have, um, and then the last two years, I remember when I started my, when I made that decision to coach, uh, full time. So I started my business, which is really just me, um, I have a brand under me called The Abundance Hub, which is obviously this podcast, but my business, Jessica Shembury as a coach, which I need to tell you guys as well, my website needs, um, I need to update my first little bit of this clip because my website is now jessicashembury.com.au. Anyway, so when I started, I thought, you know what, it'd be pretty cool to turn over around 150000 for the year. I'd be a good first year's um, effort. And... Um, And then I thought, you know, the next year, maybe it'd be cool to turn over double that. And in my first six months of trading full-time as a coach, I generated a revenue of over 180,000. And the reflection of that moving forward, even through everything we're experiencing with COVID is that the income and the exchange of energy, because that's what I believe income is, has, has, um, has continued to go up and up and up. I don't tell you that in any in for any other reason than to share with you that running business number 1 is very very challenging it's very exciting but it's something that needs to be taken seriously and the only way that we get to that point is to have unapologetic self-worth because for a lot of people especially people that I work with um, or people that look at me and, and and want to work alongside me for a lot of people earning income scares them and one of the biggest reasons that people get scared by money is because money is a, is a is a direct reflection of our worth and so when we are not able to earn income um, or when we have struggles with 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 how we project to other people and then how that turns into an exchange of energy and, and income and money, then it often says like we have some work to do in terms of our self-worth. And it's a really, it's kind of, it's a sad and it's a hard pill to swallow when someone says, oh, well, if you're not earning lots of money, you know, you, you might have low self-worth. Look, I'm not suggesting that everyone needs to earn and have the goals I do. Um, but you definitely want to look at how you manage the income you have. And you definitely want to make sure that no matter what, you're not scapegoating your potential. You're not hiding from what your abilities are. And that's what I see happen so often. I see people do a few things. Um, and one of the biggest mistakes and one of the biggest things people do that stops them from having ultimate self-worth, unapologetic self-worth is they limit themselves in everything they do. Limiting beliefs are so, so powerful and they will literally transform your life. They will transform it down a spiral, down a negative hole. If you choose to if you choose to consume your life and consume your mind with limiting beliefs and limiting thoughts, then it's going to be no surprise what your life looks like, right? It's going to be no surprise that you have challenge. It's going to be no surprise if you continue to hit wall after wall after wall when it comes to building that self-worth. So the first, well, let me, let me do some, let me do some wrapping around because I have got no notes. I love just talking off the cuff to you guys. Um, 
in my, I have a, I have a free course running at the moment. I talked to you guys about it last week and it's, it's for business owners. Um, it's called build your business and it's just a free, um, five day course, which I'm running through Facebook. So if you did want to know more about that, just send me a message. But today we talked about elevator pitches and we talked about knowing what you offer and why. And a lot of that came back to the truth, which is if you limit yourself or if you have limiting beliefs around business or around, um, your own self-worth, then you will hit a glass ceiling and you'll continue to hit it over and over again because you're not choosing to open and expand your mind. You're choosing to see things the way that serves you. And so I talked about that. And, you know, I talked about what my elevator pitch was. And if anyone hasn't heard of that, basically an elevator pitch is just a, it's kind of like a mini mission statement. It's a description of what you do and why. And so for me, you know, my elevator pitch is all, if someone was to say to me, Jess, what what do you do and why? You know, I'd be talking to people about self-worth and how self-worth is such a powerful foundation for this world to be built on. Like imagine, imagine what it would look like if everyone walked around knowing their worth. If everybody walked around with a, with a humble and true knowing that they were beautiful, perfect humans put here on this planet to provide other people with value and love and service. Imagine if everyone who walked around knew that they were worthy of love, they were worthy of health, they were worthy of abundance. Imagine what this world would look like, but more importantly, imagine what the future would look like. And so for me, self-worth is the most powerful foundation that we can work on. That's why I'm a mindset and business coach, because it's all intertwined. And when I see someone telling themselves they don't deserve it, they can't have it, they're not smart enough, it's just, it's just... It's just me going, yeah, I can see your self-worth needs work. Let me help you. (laughs) The great thing is, is that when we shift our way of thinking and being, we not only heal ourselves, we have the potential to heal seven generations to follow. So the notion of being unapologetic in terms of how fiercely you are going to strive and hopefully from this point on to build your self-worth to exponential degrees it's not only for you, it's a responsibility you have for the little people you choose to bring into this world because your children deserve better. Your partner deserves better. Your grandchildren, the children after that. It's phenomenal to think that if we work our self-worth, if we train that muscle If we focus on being selfish and putting ourselves first, we can not only create a powerful foundation within our own life and a powerful focus point for where we need to be working on every day, but then we have the power to impact up to seven generations to follow because people who have self-worth don't get caught up in drama. People who have self-worth have a set of boundaries and standards. People who have self-worth or high levels of it, they stand in integrity. They don't judge other people. People who have a high level of self-worth have discipline, know how to respect the money they earn. People with self-worth would never, ever name call or abuse another human. People with self-worth 
are compassionate, are humble, are all the things, right? So imagine the impact. You see, what I do is I'm always just looking to coach people towards their full potential. And I always want to speak to you guys from a place of experience and from and give you my raw, honest truth. There were many years that I did not have a strong sense of myself. I did not love the woman looking back at me in the mirror. I scrutinized my body. I told myself stories continuously like, Jess, you just aren't good enough for that. You don't even deserve it. Who are you to want big? Maybe you're materialistic. Maybe you should be quiet. I used to scrutinize everything about the way I looked. And I've got to be honest with you guys, it's only really been in the last probably six months to a year that I've fully stepped into loving myself, my body, all the parts wholeheartedly. And it has been a fierce journey to get there. You have two babies and you have ups and downs and you play comparison and you do all those things. And it is, this is a life's work, guys. This is not easy. But I was carrying around so much. I was telling myself consistently I wasn't good enough. I wasn't smart enough. I didn't know enough. Someone else had already done it, so I couldn't. Who am I to want more? Maybe I should settle. Maybe I'm just not good enough. Maybe my voice is strange. (laughs) Maybe my sense of humor sucks. Maybe I swear too much. I'm not worthy of better in my relationship. Maybe this is the best my body can do for me. I'm not worthy of the income I desire. I feel like I'm an imposter. I feel like other people are better. They've already done it. Does anyone relate to this? Do you hear this stuff in your head? She's prettier. She dresses better. I'm just like, I I look weird. I'm just, the, the family I've come from, it just means I can't achieve. Like I've never had the opportunities they have. These are all stories, right? These are all things that we say to ourselves to keep ourselves in a safety zone, a safe, uncomfortable, unhappy zone, a zone where we do not want to be living long term, a safety zone that keeps us very safe and very comfortable with failing, with hiding, with scapegoating our potential. It's definitely not a zone I want for myself. It's definitely not a zone I want for my kids. And so, you know, over time, I've done a a myriad of different things to grow my self-worth. And I want to kind of talk to you guys about that. And I want to share with you three things that I feel... um, you guys can do to start fostering unapologetic self-worth within your life. So I'm going to get to those three things. Um, but first I just want to share a little bit with you. So as a process that I, um, that I took myself through, it was a couple of years ago now, maybe it was even three years ago. Um, it was a process of equilibration and I did that with my coaches and I am now, you know, doing similar techniques with my clients and I am starting to become a trained equilibrator next year. Uh, thank you COVID for delaying those plans for me. But, um, but I do this process with a lot of my clients. I do a similar process, something that I've created on my own. And, um, basically 
what I had to do was make a decision that the stories I was telling myself, the stories I was telling myself were untrue because what I was doing was I was looking around at my life and I was like, how am I showing up? Because if I had high levels of self-worth, would I behave like this? Would my house look like this? Would my relationship look like this? Would I yell at my kids so this many that that often or whatever it may whatever it may be for you? Um, but I definitely knew that if my self worth was higher, I wouldn't show up in the ways I was showing up. I wouldn't have these continuous thoughts creeping through my head, saying, "You don't deserve that. You shouldn't be here." And this all stemmed from my childhood, not that my parents did anything wrong. Um, we can't fuck up our kids. We, the kids will do that on their own. Um, but it based off experiences and thoughts and things that I had around my sister passing away. And I've talked about this in other episodes as well. But for some reason, it led to me not having really high levels of self-worth. And um, it took me it took me a lot of different stages to get to, to push and push and push. And so the first few times that I tried to like level up and, and have better self-worth, I kept feeling myself getting knocked down. I kept feeling myself going back into that low self-worth mode. I kept delving into places where I was in comparison or I was out of alignment. And so over time, I've realized a few things and I've come up with like the three things that you that you can do to really foster that self-worth within yourself, to really build on that muscle and to really grow your level of self-worth. So the first thing is, is to stop limiting yourself. Stop limiting yourself. Everyone carries limiting beliefs that really, really fuck them up. It's their stories. It's storytelling, guys. It's not real. If you have ever once said you're not worthy of love, then you need to go searching for where you already receive love. There are days when I feel so unloved, and I know that love, self-love is the most important thing, but sometimes I feel like I'm not worthy of love because I haven't shown up the best or whatever it may be. You have to go searching for where the love exists. So normally for me, what happens is when I feel unloved at home, I feel love from people on social media. I get boosted up in that way or mum calls or I get a smile at the shop or someone gives me a compliment or whatever it may be. But you have to go searching for proof that those stories just aren't true. And if you cannot come to those um if you can't have those recollections for yourself, then you need to start asking your friends. You need to go to the people that do love you, that do appreciate you being in their life and say, look, I'm struggling with this self-worth shit. I keep saying I'm not good enough. Can you help me? Because I feel like I can't find proof to back up the truth. And the truth is, is that you are good enough. We all are. None of us are different. We all have potential and we all deserve to reach it. So the first thing is, how do I grow my self-worth? I need to stop limiting myself. I need to decide that I am going to become hyper aware of what my head is telling me, of what my thoughts are doing. And I'm going to become solid in the knowing 
that beliefs and thoughts are just that. They can flow in and out at any time. And with awareness, when we raise our levels of awareness, we can actually stop those thoughts consuming our brain. So we need to stop limiting ourselves by having clearer, more honest thoughts and beliefs around what is actually happening. The second thing that I find is really, really useful in terms of building your self-worth is making a solid decision to lead the way and be an example to others. So for me, that comes back down to responsibility. It comes back down to that responsibility I have and the responsibility I've taken on to change the generations to follow. And so if I was to use the weight thing as a thing, if I was to look at my tummy, my not so flat tummy, it's pretty flat, but it's not so flat with my jiggle and go, oh, I hate that in front of my daughter. How am I leading How am I showing and being an example to her versus I feel great and I love every part of me. Trust me, guys, the people around you are watching. It's just like the the woman that gets like I've seen this happen. I think I actually said this already on a podcast. Like we go to we go to pick up at kindy or we we get on a call with someone or whatever happens and we go oh sorry i just i look so shit today or don't mind me i've got no makeup on sorry i look terrible no you don't be unapologetic in knowing and loving yourself just as you are it's one of the it's one of the things i really learned with covid i mean i love getting my lashes done i don't have them done at the moment but love having my nails done and we're allowed to feel nice But it is super important to know why you're doing those things. For me, I know that if if I asked Scarlett, my daughter, she's eight, does mummy love herself? She would say yes. Does mummy think she's beautiful? She would say yes. I can take compliments. I can receive them. I can give them. I love feeling great and acknowledging when I've done well, acknowledging when I feel pretty, acknowledging when I've worked hard, when I've shown up. And I teach the people around me how to have self-worth by creating it within myself. And it's a cool thing to be, to have accountability. So you need to focus on stop Stopping the limiting beliefs floating through the head. We need to stop limiting ourselves, and we need to then really start to believe that we are worthy of it, whatever it is for you. And this is going to range for everybody, guys. Your success and my success look different. Your happiness and my happiness are different. But you need to know you are worthy of it. And then you need to start leading by example. Being the change you wish to see. Being the girl that if you got, if you're out to lunch with the girlfriends and one says, oh, I don't feel my best today. The one that says, I haven't noticed you're glowing from within. Or I'm not focused on the outward anymore. Don't apologize for who you are. Don't apologize for the way you dress. Be happy with it. Own it. Set the example of confidence. Set the example of knowing who you are. 
And then the third thing that I want to talk to you guys about today, and I think with if you combine all three of these, you're going to really start to move closer towards feeling self-worth for self, self-love, all those things, right? Is having solid boundaries and standards for the way you want to live your life. I learned this on my trip to India and I kind of talked to you guys a little bit about it here and there. Um, but India was a big deal for me. And I really had to set boundaries in terms of how I wanted that trip to look for me. And I've learned that I'm starting to become really good at setting boundaries. I Oh, angel numbers again. I don't normally look at the time. And last week and this week, I've had angel numbers come up. 1111 this week, which is my favorite angel number. I'm being supported. Thank you, universe. Um, And it's funny because I was just about to talk to you guys about boundaries, which has been a big thing. We spoke about it in our masterclass last night in my membership portal. And, um, and now I'm about to talk again about it. So I've gotten better at better and better at setting and creating boundaries and standards for myself. But I must tell you, I haven't been great at it all the time. I, um, I struggled with understanding what boundaries really mean. And I struggled with understanding that, when we don't have solid boundaries, we're teaching people how to treat us. And when you have low self-worth and your boundaries are just all blurred, can you imagine how we're going to get treated? It's crazy. It's crazy to think how important boundaries are. And it's something that's definitely a bit of an it word, um, at the moment, um, within my circle because we're uncovering things and we're uncovering how important it is to have boundaries and standards. And this comes down to everything in life. It comes down to how we expect to be spoken to. It comes down to our expectations on how our friends show up, how family members show up, how we show up. I mean, you've got to have boundaries around how the kind of behavior you expect and, and accept the kind of behavior you accept and expect, but you also have to have standards that you live by. And if you were somebody who knew your worth, what would be okay for you in your life? It's a big question, right? (laughs) It's a huge question. If you had unapologetic self-worth, what would be okay for you in life? Would you be able to draw lines in the sand as my gorgeous friend Kobe Allison said on last night's training, um, it's not a line in the sand. It's a line in the concrete. It's set. It's set. It's not a line in the sand. It's a line in the concrete, which means it's permanent. That's what a boundary is. And when you are able to create boundaries and stick to them, your self-worth rises and rises and rises. This has been a huge lesson I've had in the last month or two. I've had lots of challenges this last month or two. And the more boundaries I set, the more I feel solid in my, in my knowing that I have so much love for myself and that my self-worth is a strong muscle and I'm using it. It's been a hard, hard um, lesson to learn. It's been a hard realization for me to go, Jess, you were drawing a very wiggly line in the sand for many years with a lot of people around you. You weren't standing up for what you believed in. You weren't living in your integrity. You were allowing shitty behavior around you. You weren't doing the right thing by others. I take full ownership. I have hurt people. 
I have not showed up the way I've wanted to. I've drawn lines in sand and then I've kicked, rubbed out that line as fast as I could because I wanted my needs served or I didn't care or I just lacked in self-worth. And the more and more I live up to a set of standards that are true to me and the way I like to see my life, the more and more I say, you know what, that may have been okay in the past, but now it's not. The more I ask and command respect, and this is not a feisty, um, I'm better than anyone else comment, but it's like, hey, I'd really love to chat to you about that. But right now I actually wanted to finish that podcast. So would you mind if we chatted later? That's a boundary. Another way we could set a boundary is like, I know that in the past I used to think this was okay, but for me right now, I actually don't want to do things that way anymore because I have set a standard for myself where health is more important or well-being is more important. Um, there are so many different ways that we can set the boundaries, but having solid boundaries and having really high standards for yourself will show you your self-worth. So if you create a boundary for yourself around saving money, if you set a standard that you're going to save a certain percentage per week and then you go against it, you are in fact lowering your self-worth as a result. If you say, you know what, if, if my friend behaves that way again, I'm going to have to talk to her about that. And then that friend does, and then you just don't talk to her about it. Well, then you've, you've crossed your own boundaries. You've, you've blurred the fucking lines. You've lowered the standards and the most powerful, beautiful women in my life and men are the ones that have high standards that know what their boundaries are, that set an example, and that feel limitless. Powerful, powerful stuff. These are the types of people I want to be around. This is the type of person I strive to be every day. Someone who has high standards, someone who knows and creates solid boundaries with the people around me. I'm someone who leads by example. I am the example I step into leadership every day in every area of my life to show everyone around me who I am and what I stand for. And I am very hyper aware of the the talk, the inner chatter. I do not allow limiting beliefs to float through my head. I'm very conscious and aware that the thoughts I have lead to the future I create. And so I do not limit myself. I know my full potential and I strive for it every day gosh damn day. And I want that for you. I want that for you too. It is one of the most exciting things I do is just working with people and helping them move closer towards their potential. And it all comes down to self-worth, but unapologetic fucking self-worth guys, unapologetic to anyone. You're allowed to want more. You're allowed to want to be called to be the best version of you. That is your birthright. You're allowed to want abundance. That is your birthright. You're allowed to be treated with respect and feel beautiful. That is your birthright, guys. I want you to look in that mirror and I want you to tell yourself, I am going to unapologetically 
work my ass off to create a high level of self-worth for myself. This is my mission. Watch me do it. I want to know, guys, if you do that. I hope you have a beautiful week. I'll be back next week. Love you guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the Abundance Hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.